Welcome to this episode of Circle of Trades. I'm Todd Studer. In studio today, Travis Waldstein, Air Surf Heating and Air Conditioning in Council Bluffs. Travis, you brought us another full boat into the studio today. Yeah, I brought the young bunch today. So uh, these kid, you know, these young punks that you know think they want to show the boss who's boss. You know? Well, these are fo- these are young men that work for you, yes, they and are. there is a reason for this because I think we're going to be able to learn a little bit about that process from getting an early jump on a career if that's something that someone wants to do yep these three gentlemen right here and i use that word very loosely by the way guys (laughs) (laughs) um no seriously stay recent high school grads last couple years and you know my thought process is we've been talking to business owners and we talked to different people about what they're looking for well you know what i want to talk to that 16 17 18 year old kid that's uh going to Glenwood or Lewis Central or St. Cal's Plus Public, Underwood Trainer, any of the local schools, you know. Um, you know, I hear from guys that are basically just out of high school and uh, talk about, you know, their experiences in high school to kind of get them to this point to where, you know, they're in it, you know, they're working for me, but they're now into a trade. So uh, get a chance to talk a little bit about each one of their experiences. So, In studio with us, Gavin, Luke, Robert. Great to have all you fellows in here with us. And, uh, Gavin, let's go ahead and start with you. Um, here's your opportunity to get a free pass and say what a horrible person Travis is to work for. <laughs> and, prob- and he can't hold it against you. <laughs> He's probably right some days. So. Uh, just just scrap days. <laughs> uh, let's see. Sunshine, weather, you know, listen to tunes. Yeah, you know, what doesn't get any better than that, does it? No, I guess you're right. <laughs> yeah, I mean it could be worse, you know. Yeah. You could you could be flipping burgers, right? That's true. I could be flipping burgers. And there you go. So, uh, uh, yeah, Gavin, talk to us a little bit. You're actually my newest employee. Well, yeah, you are my newest employee. Um, you know, talk about your background. You graduated along with Luke a couple years ago from uh, Glenwood, right? So, um, talk about kind of going back to your high school days a little bit. What got you interested in the trades? What did they help you? You know, did was there any help at all, or did your old man tell you, your mom tell you, hey, go out and find a job, or kind of talk about you getting to this point? So honestly, I felt a lot of push from at least high school and my parents to go to college, but I always felt like I learned a lot better hands on. I I didn't want to be sitting behind a desk every day doing computer work. Um, I had friends that I knew going into the trade, so. I thought it'd be a good option to check out and find a career that I would enjoy. Was there, you know, you talk about your friends. So obviously you had the counselors and yeah. your parents that said, hey, you need to get that for your degree or whatever. So um, you got some friends that are obviously in the trade. So what what are your friend, what are, what did your friends get into in different stuff? Um, one of my good buddies, he is in HVAC also. So that was my main connection to getting into this trade. Um Obviously, Luke, he's doing HVAC, but I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> um, other than that, I don't, I don't think I really had anyone else, just that one buddy from high school that he didn't know what he wanted to do, and he had some connections at HVAC as well, and he was really enjoying it, so I th- he thought I would like it. So. Well, that's, well, no, that's great. So uh, um, what kind of activities were you involved with in high school? Um, I ran cross-country, played soccer, um, I never did like the welding class or I'd, anything like that in shop class, but um, I did like arch- arch- architectural design class, um, just a lot of hands-on stuff I enjoyed doing. Mm-hmm. 
So, so yeah, because you 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 know you start sitting there thinking you know cross country and you start thinking soccer. You know, you, you, like I said, yeah, if you probably I've, just me not knowing and me being a dumb fifty year old adult say. Yeah, kids probably gonna go to four year college, and here here you yeah. are. So obviously, can't judge a book by the cover, right? So Luke, pass it. I'm pass the mic over to Luke here for a little bit. So Luke, I know you graduated the same time he did, and I I know you got an uncle, two uncles that uh, one one's a plumber down in Glenwood, and the other one is uh, works for me. But uh, you know, talk to me about your experience. Did your uncles browbeat you until you said, yeah, I'm going to come to work one day? Or kind of, what? what's kind of your journey to get to this point? I, yeah, ever since uh, I was little, I always liked being, working outdoors, working with my hands. Uh, growing up with them, seeing how they did things, you know, seeing that they made pretty decent money doing what they did. Something I saw myself getting into instead of going to school. I didn't really enjoy that side of my life as well i was working with my hands so i kind of chose the trades as my go-to yeah so your fam obviously obviously and your family do 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 that obviously was an influence now with about going to high school were the counselors and the teachers were the did they talk for your school to you too then or kind of how did that how, what was your experience like there? yeah the, the school kind of tries to pressure you into saying, hey, you need this four-year degree to make it anywhere in life. But being seeing it in my family that you didn't have to go to that four-year school, you could just jump in and make the money right away instead of having to owe all that money back mm-hmm. at the end of it. So, and what do your what do your parents what do your parents what what I mean your immediate family what like I said I, I know like I said I know your uncles and stuff but what what do your folks do for a living? So, well, I grew up with my grandparents and my grandma. She was a lunch lady at the Glenwood schools, and then my grandpa used to work on transmissions and sell parts for that. So, you know, seeing him as well working with his hands kind of gave me the hey, you know, you can make your make a life out of working with your hands and not having to be the smartest. Yeah. Gavin, let's go back to you for a minute. So, yeah, I want to ask you the same thing. Um, what what do your what do your parents do? So, my dad is a uh, supply chain manager at Omaha Steaks. He okay. deals with distributing all the frozen packages across the country. Okay. Yeah, and then my mom, she hasn't been doing well, she's a associate at Northeast Elementary in Glenwood right now, but um uh, as I was growing up, she wasn't. She was just a stay-at-home mom. Okay, so, so stay-at-home mom, but yeah. now works in, work, works in, works in the schools. And you know what? Absolutely, is she a para, what they call a para? Then yeah. Okay. Yep. So absolutely. So, so that that's a great thing to have, but not not a background where it says, "Hey, you know, you can go do this." Right. You know, I don't don't tell anyone to say this, and and please, Gavin's dad, don't get mad at me, but I don't suppose you were one to do the whole telemarketer thing at Omaha Steaks. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's actually what my dad started out as was telemarketing at Omaha Steaks. There, 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 there you go. Yeah. So, Robert, let's talk about your experience a little bit. You, Robert or Roberto, or you know, like I said, he Robert's the one that works for me. He's got these blue hoops in his in his ears. I give him I, between his hair haircut and his hoops, I give him a I give him a bad time. So, uh, so I tell him if his last name was Wallstein, he might be in a lot of trouble. But since <laughs> it's not, I can only do so much about it. But uh, 
talk about your experience because you're not from around here. You're from Colorado, and you 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 had you chased a girl out here. So uh, so, but uh, so sorry, didn't mean to throw that out there. But uh, tell us about about your experience going through high school and stuff, and what you found. Well, my experience in high school, I didn't have the best experience in high school. I didn't like school. Didn't ever want to go. Never went. I decided to drop out at 16, get my GED, and move on and move into working. Because my dad told me when I was that young and going down that road, he told me you got two options. It's either you go to school or you go to work. You got to pick one or the other. So I picked to go to work. So I worked at Jack in the Box for two years until I turned 18. Wow, I didn't know that. So That was my first job. I worked there for two years. And then when I turned 18, I decided to switch it all over into doing asphalt and concrete. Did that for about... That's tough work. Yeah, I did that for about two and a half years. Well, but I've been doing that since I was a little kid. My dad's done that my entire life. So I did that for a while. My brother and everybody, they all are HVAC guys. My brother, my uncle, and my stepdad. And I just chose not to work so hard anymore and wanted to do something easier and a little bit better on your body. You, you mean doing brick? And listen, nothing against concrete asphalt because we had Justin Markson in here last week. But that that's hard work. You, oh, yeah. yeah you, that's back-breaking work. So. I have two bad knees from two years of doing concrete, yeah. so I can't sit on my knees for so yeah. long. That's just like, uh, you know, uh, going back to Luke, you worked for a plumbing shop for a time. And, you know, you're going out digging sewer lines, you know, and it doesn't matter if it's 95 degrees or if it's zero, if you got to dig it out, sometimes you got to break out the pickaxe, right? I mean, that's, that's not fun work, is it? No, it's, it's not fun. It was a little nicer when you could use the machine, but <laughs> you didn't always use a machine. No, sometimes you were the machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luke likes to think he's the machine at work some days. So, and he eats like the machine too, by the way. <laughs> That food's like diesel fuel, so. <laughs> so, but but yeah, Robert. So you your your dad. So obviously your dad was in the trade. Your dad's been in the trades, and then you you talked about your brother. I know your brother's yep. a steam fitter, right? Yep. Out of Colorado He's a boiler technician out of Colorado. Yep. And then what's your mom do? My mom's a lawyer accountant for a law firm. Oh, so oh, so yeah, you haven't gone over to that side yet, then, no. huh? <laughs> So let me guess, you don't want to sit in the, you don't want to sit behind a desk. No, sir. Nope. I'm not a fan. I haven't been a fan. As my brothers would say, I'm a motorhead. I've been a car since the day I was able to have a car. So well, you you, you kind of do resemble the motorhead part, but that's you know there's nothing wrong with that. At you know what, that's you know guys like that guys like that or people like that I should say that make the world go around. So. Uh, um, I'm going to go to each one of you here individually, and I don't care who answers this first. If you're, we're talking to high school kids right now today. So you're talking to that, you're talking to 16 year old Gavin, you're talking to 16 year old Luke, you're talking to 16 year old Robert. And Robert, you kind of had a hard conversation when you were 16. So uh, what would you be telling them, you know, kids that at that time, you know, if they're, it's awful young to be thinking about career choices and adulthood, but unfortunately, you know, um, you know, money doesn't grow on trees and, you know, a lot of folks, you know, I, I, you know, you know, my, listen, I went to the Navy when I was 18, you know, my kids, I love my kids, but I said, if you think you're going to stay at home for five years and you're going to live off dad and he's going to pay for a four year college, you got another thing coming. So, uh, um, 
What would you say to that uh, 16-year-old? I'm going to start with Luke. Um, what would you say to that 16-year-old Luke as far as, you know, life decisions and, and, you know, thinking about the future based off of your experience, what you know now? Um, I mean, I tell him to be a little easier on his body when he was playing sports. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, you know, I test the waters, figure out what you really enjoy. I went from HVAC, then I went and tried farming. Farming wasn't for me, then tried plumbing, and I didn't really enjoy the plumbing, so I came back to HVAC. I mean, I found out what I actually enjoyed doing on a daily basis and came back and did it. And, I mean, not you don't always have to be the smartest to make good money in life. I'm going to ask a follow-up question, and, I'm gonna, and I want you guys all to answer this. Would you have liked to seen where you went to school at or had the opportunity to maybe go job shadow some different stuff in 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 high school? Yeah. Yeah, it would have been it would have been very nice to, you know, see the other trades and see that, you know, they're not just preaching, "Hey, you have to go do this four-year degree. You can also have this other way to make a living for yourself and for a family in the future." It would have yeah. been very nice to, you know, know that from the start, not have to figure it out on your own. Yeah, open your eyes up and, you know, so it had to be somebody in the community, even if you went for a day or a couple of days, you know, or whatever. Robert, let's go to you next. So, um, What I would say is get your foot in the door, at least feel it out, feel a few things, kind of look for what you want. At the end of the day, you really should just follow what you like doing so that way you enjoy it because if you don't enjoy what you're doing, then you won't enjoy the rest of your life. You don't want to pigeonhole yourself and say, "Hey, I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna be a concrete worker at 17, and by the time you're 19, you say this, this isn't what I want to do." Or, you know, listen, not everybody's built for HVAC. I mean, listen, it's when it's hot, you're hot; when it's cold, you're cold. I mean, it, it is what it, it's not for everybody. But you know, there's a lot of there, there's a lot of good points to it. A lot of training opportunities for it too. Um, would just some job shadowing would that would that have been it would, been, it would have been really nice. Um, of course, I was always around asphalt and concrete my entire life, so I never really got to see anything other Besides than that. that. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, if they would help you get in to at least just see what's going on, basically step your foot through the door just to see what's going on inside of these places so that and give you some information to understand that you don't have to work that absolutely hard for your entire life to make a living. You can pick something that's not absolutely back-breaking. You, you don't have to sit on a desk. You don't have to sit on a semi. And listen, there's nothing wrong with any of them careers, but if that's not you, you don't have to do that either. So, so Gavin, what would you say to 16-year-old Gavin or two um, of his friends? It's obviously pretty overwhelming uh, being told that you only have a limited amount of time to figure out what you want to do, but... I think it's not true. I think you do have a lot. I think you have a lot of time to figure it out. You don't need to feel pressured by other people's opinions. And you can take it into consideration. But at the end of the day, you should be doing what you enjoy. Mm -hmm. And Luke can correct me if I'm wrong, but at our career fair in Glenwood, I don't believe trades had any uh, anything to do with coming in there and showcasing what they do and giving opportunities to job shadow, which would have been great. Mm-hmm. Give you something else to look at. Obviously, right. give yourself something else. Give yourself something else to look at. So, I I think that is huge. And I, you know, you guys know Hayden. Hayden's you know graduated twenty sixteen. I could tell you between the time Hayden graduated in twenty sixteen and then when Hunter graduated last year, 
it's changed a whole lot from 2016 because like I said at 2016 saw the same thing you did at Lewis Central. Mm-hmm. There wasn't hardly only reason they knew about trades is my boys were walking around with air surf shirts or if they had buddies that were electricians or whatever. That's how it was. But 2022, you go to the career fair and about half of it was tradespeople looking for help because you know there's people there, you know there, there's there's people looking. So yeah, but uh, um. Probably the last question, and I know you played soccer and you ran cross country. You wrestled, played foot. Look, you wrestled, played football, and did you? Didn't you do? Didn't you do another sport? Uh, rugby. rugby. That's right. And then, Robert, I know you. You played some football when you were younger because you talk about the glory days out in Colorado when you were the ne- when you were the next with Sean Salam or you know <laughs> Zeke. Oh wait a minute, Zeke got cut from the Cowboys. Now he lived in Colorado. He's a Cowboys fan, so we we think he got dropped in his head or something. But you know. <laughs> so uh, throughout all throughout high school, well, when I was there, I played football, wrestling, and rugby. Okay. And oh, you played rugby too. Okay. See, that was not available here locally when I was in high school. Uh, and like I said, it's fairly new school sport. Being in sports and activities, and that's why I'm looking for in general, um, did that help you develop anything that you're using today? I would say most definitely working with people because you got to work as a team a lot of the time. We got a lot of jobs that we all have to work as a team to get it done. So, I mean, that will help you come together and get it done because you guys know how to come together. And you guys learn that at a younger age to come together and actually get something done. There's no I in team unless you're Iowa. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh, sorry, I had to throw it out there for you, Luke. I know you're a Husker fan. So, uh, Luke, Luke, same thing with you. What did what did what did sports? Because uh, obviously you did the same sports he he did. So uh, the the team mentality uh, was there. You know, you learn how to work with others and make you know win with others instead of trying to win by yourself. Learn how to you know keep pushing. Okay, you know, drive. Drive. There drive, you know. yeah. Don't, don't stop. Just keep going. You know, it It might suck now, but at the end of the day, it'll work out. It's no difference if it's fourth and one and one. You're like, you got to push it in, or you got 30 minutes to get this job done and get it done right, and this is what you got to do. It, it's kind of the same mentality. So, uh, Gavin, what about you? Because I know you, obviously, you did cross country and, and uh, um, soccer. I, I I don't know nothing about soccer except goalie guards. When my kids are five years old, and I'm told there's no such thing as goalie guards. Can you confirm that for me? I can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think I think sports definitely help with uh, like you're giving your coach respect, and he'll respect you back. Sort of the same thing. Give your boss respect, and he'll give you the same amount of respect back, and you learn to be respectful and have your own responsibilities and your boss isn't going to or your coach isn't going to baby you he's going to lay things out for you and try and teach you and help you learn what to do but he's not going to hold your hand along the way mm-hmm. oh that's very true yeah there unfortunately that sometimes you just have to you know unfortunately you have to learn lessons the hard way i think everybody in this room here including todd is you know we've all learned lessons the hard way over time but you know what you you never forget you 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 forget the uh wins pretty easy but you remember the losses for a long time you know you know i can remember all the you know i kind of remember all the good stuff but you know i remember losing the state championship game you know i i re, you know there's certain things you remember 
hey, I didn't get that job or, you know, whatever it is. You remember them things 30 years from now. I says, oh, yeah, I remember that time. And I think that's, you know, and hopefully that drives you. So last thing, um, all of you are at different levels as far as apprenticeship and stuff working for me. Um, future goals, and they don't have to be work-related. So uh, future goals, we'll start with Gavin and we'll end up with Robert. So putting you on the spot yeah you are and you can say i want to fire travis up okay too <laughs> well with me going down to arkansas uh leaving this sunday i just want to absorb as much information as possible and become of more use to this company and just better myself in the trade and really start to be able to do things on my own mm-hmm. yeah instead of doing scrap metal yep. yeah yeah or scraping trucks like i've had you lately so uh, <laughs> yeah we're gonna get really busy really quick so yeah we need yeah. to Luke, what about you? Uh, well, I mean, I wanna wanna get my journeyman. That's what I'm going for right now. I started the apprenticeship program. I just completed year one, um, so I'm working towards that. And I would, I would like to have my journeyman for HVAC and plumbing by the end of it. So, oh, that, okay. Yeah, he didn't mention it to me the other day. Well, you know, and here's the thing, you know, I know Gavin lives over in Omaha. Luke, you just bought a house here recently in Glenwood, so you've got you've got some adult responsibilities, you know, at, at 20, 21, 22 years old. So, uh, so you, so you, good. What about you, Robert? So, uh, besides the boss giving you a bad time, because you know you're kind of like the poster child that I like to pick on. You, you know, um, I'd say my goals are most definitely get my journeyman. And just keep pushing. Uh, I want to become a boiler technician, steam fitters. Mm-hmm. Most definitely the goal at the end of it. Um, steam fitting is almost the same thing as HVAC, just water instead of it. So It, it, it is, and I know that actually we've had some discussion um, with Omaha. With the, Omaha's got their grade three engineer, and I know we've had some discussion on that. And so... It's a great that's a kind of its own little deal and its own thing but no absolutely so so yeah the like i said you know uh robert luke gavin these are some of the younger guys you see out there in the face you know in the field you know like i said you know gavin's still got the baby face and luke luke, luke looks like he's amish and uh robert well you know Ro- Ro- robert I, i'll go with i'll, I'll go with the uh, motorhead look so uh, <laughs> you know but uh you know these are some of the guys that are in homes and businesses and they're doing um workforce and they're busting their tails and uh you know, this is the, I mean, this, this isn't only the future of the company. This is the future of our country if you sit down and look at it. Because if we don't have people like these guys, who's going to do it? Well, Travis, what I'm seeing here is um, some young men that they have, um, they have a clear vision for moving forward while at the same time understanding that there's a job to do today. Mm-hmm. And part of that job is learning. Absolutely. And, and to know that there's a path to mm-hmm. get where you want to go and you cannot circumvent that path. You can't jump over where it is and it is okay to say, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It is okay to say that I'm not there yet. Uh, a common thing that I tell people is if you want to be successful, you got to get comfortable with failure because there's nothing I have learned that pain wasn't involved with it at some level or another. If I got it right, I already knew it. I haven't learned a thing. Nope. 
and what you guys are doing, and I think you're in the right spot for this. I mean, you all talked about being in sports and uh, the importance of having a coach. I've been around Travis now for a little while. He reminds me of a coach, and he kind of he kind of approaches his business that way. And at the same time, that you're going to catch a little bit of a hard time. Yeah, I'm an equal opportunity offender. So, <laughs> if it wasn't for the fact that both Travis and I were Hawkeye fans, I'd have gotten a lot more grief from him. You know, that's uh, although he he also knows that I'm a Falcons fan, and I catch that. So well, he's a he's a he's a Cowboys fan, and he's a Luke's a Bengals fan. So oh, Bengals, okay. Well, then you can uh, just pass the mic back over to Gavin <laughs> and get out of my studio. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Gavin's a Vikings fan, so you know that that's just like being a Nebraska fan in my office. It's just like an automatic. Thing. So did your dad drop you on your head? And he, was he, he a Vikings? Oh, so it's his fault. <laughs> okay, uh, all right. He's in that, yeah, I know. Both of you're a Nebraska fan too. Yeah. He went, my dad went there. So. All right. Well, okay. So we got Nebraska fans in here, and and. Um, well, what, what, well, you, you know we're going to put some red tape on the toilet in the office, so. Uh. <laughs> there you go. We, we It is impossible to finish up one of these podcasts without taking a shot at Nebraska. That's just how this works. It's, it's all fun. <laughs> Robert, Luke, Gavin, thank you much uh, all for your time and uh, continued success to you as you can walk this journey. You're in the right place. And whatever your future ends up. Uh, and chances are high that where you think it is going to be today is not where it will end up. You just keep walking through the doors that are open to you. You guys are all going to be just fine. And Travis, thank you, sir, for uh, coming in and bringing these guys in. Not a problem. Now, now some of them got stuff to do, and the other one's got his shoes on. He's got, I don't know what he's going to do, but obviously he's working on house stuff. That's okay. Better get busy because next week we're going to start getting real busy. The podcast is Circle of Trades. Thank you for listening. Until next time, take care.